All right, this is Content Crisis. I'm Tyler. I'm Dakota. And this is our episode about platforms. So um, I looked up an article about the uh, numbers on the different streaming services. Uh, so this is what we'll use to kind of rank them. Uh, There's a Newsweek article by Samuel Spencer. So if you have any uh, fact check issues, you can take it up with that guy. So. Uh, the article is called How Many Subscribers Do Netflix, Disney Plus, and the Rest of the Streaming Services Have? So, very direct title. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, oh, sorry. And the article is from May 11th of 2021. Uh, so, if you're listening to this in 2035 and you're like, Netflix doesn't have 207, they have a billion subscribers, then, you know, sorry. But as you can guess, Netflix... Um, number one, they have 207.64 million subscribers. Um, so, no asterisks for them. Um, Netflix has been around forever. Uh, number two, Amazon. Kind of a big asterisk. Um, they claim to have 200 million subscribers, which puts them at number two. But I'll read a snippet here from the article. Quote, it is true that 200 million people are subscribed to Amazon Prime and by extension are also subscribed to the free add-on to that service, Amazon Prime Video. The streamer, however, has never revealed exactly how many of their users actually use their streaming perks. In 2018, and when Amazon Prime hit 100 million subscribers in the U.S., Reuters reported that 26 million were using the video service. If that percentage maintained, Amazon Prime has around 52 million regular users, end quote. Now, I will say that even just from 2018, I feel like streaming's a lot bigger, you know? Like, if, I mean, because, like, it was obviously around, but, like, I don't feel like it was... I mean, obviously, COVID had a big... COVID played a big part in it, especially with a lot of uh, straight-to-streaming right. uh, movies now. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, Let's move up here. Oh, and Amazon now has NFL Thursday night games this year. And I think a little bit last year. So that definitely brings up who's aware of that service. So anyway, uh, number three, Disney+. Plus. Small, small asterisk, but an asterisk nonetheless. Um, it, oh, sorry. It was offered at a discounted rate in East Asia countries. Uh, which is an amount comparable to like 275 uh, American dollars. So, kind of big, um, just for the numbers part of it, you know. Um, but still a lot of subscribers, you know. Uh, we'll move on. Number four, HBO Max, 44.2 million. Pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, number five, Hulu with 39.4 million. Uh, number six is Peacock with 33 million. The asterisk with Peacock is the fact that it is not reported how many of its users only use the free tier. So, uh, number seven is Paramount Plus with 36 million. The asterisk with them is, quote, in Viacom CBS's first 2021 investors call, they revealed that they had 36 million subscribers across their whole portfolio, which includes Showtime, BET Plus, and the newly rebranded CBS All Access, which has become Paramount+. Plus. However, they did not reveal how much of this total was made up by Paramount Plus alone. End quote. 
So, the number eight is Apple TV Plus with 33.6 million, which is kind of funky because it says in the article, quote, uh, Apple TV Plus has not revealed uh, what their current subscriber number is, but per the Wall Street Journal, um, a, oh, wow. Uh, sorry, guys. I um, wrote so bad that even I couldn't read it. A word that begins with an A, analysis, <laughs> back to quoting the article, as cited by the Wall Street Journal, the service had 33.6 million users by the end of 2019, with Statista estimating the service had created, had, man, I did it again, sorry, had reached, there we go, had reached 40 million by the end of 2020. So really they should be at like, you know, seven, probably above Hulu, so even like five, but uh, they didn't report it, apparently, so, so that's that. Um, you want to get into breaking down some, uh, some platforms? Netflix. Netflix. You remember you remember when Netflix was just the mail by DVD I or do. DVD by mail service. Yeah. Like you could rent you had uh, you could rent up to what was it, like seven a week? You could return it within like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. Well and like I remember I remember the big thing with Netflix being like um, you could just have it for as long as you wanted. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course you didn't get another a new movie until you returned it, but I remember my mom having like uh the movie that like her and my dad would watch and then it was a big deal because like sometimes i'd get a movie i liked you know or it was just for them but i remember it was a big deal when we upgraded to two dvds because you know i like we got like a kid movie and a grown-up movie you know so i that was a big deal that was that was crazy when they uh i remember when they first started on their uh, kind of focusing more on streaming. People thought that you know the company was crazy. Like, oh, you're yeah. never gonna make no money in streaming. They called it instant watch at first. Yeah, I remember that very. They, uh, they, you're not gonna make any money in streaming. Look at them now. They're number one. Yeah, they're number one. And you had you know the big their biggest competitor at the time when they were uh, a DVD by mail company was Blockbuster. And rest in peace. Where's Blockbuster at? Yeah, I think even that one that was left still open in Arkansas or not Arkansas, uh, Alaska's closed now. Oh yeah. I could be wrong. You, you can always fact check me, but right. <laughs> yeah. Netflix isn't that bad. I think it's probably the streaming service I've had the longest. Uh, uh, yeah. But I, I think that. at this point, it's probably the streaming service that I use the least. Because I feel mm. like there isn't like they have such they have such content shifting. So like they'll yes. have a bunch of stuff on there, then they'll take a bunch of stuff off. They're like. When there's something on there that you like, say a series, and all of a sudden it's gone, you're like, okay, well, you know, you try to look for a new series to watch, or you try to watch, and just, you know, sometimes it's a lot of hit or miss stuff on there. Yeah. Big part with that is, like, some people, like, claim shit back, you know, like, like how Peacock just claimed The Office, you know. So there's that. You can also find a lot of uh, interesting little, I wouldn't necessarily call them indie movies, but little, like, it's a fine name for it. That, that little, is what like you can indie find. movies, like on on uh, on Netflix. I remember there was one uh, back in the day. It was called Rubber. Yes. It was about the Rubber serial. Rubber was a phenomenon among, the, among friends in high school. Yes. The serial killer tire. Yeah. Who in the hell came up with that idea? We should. I'm gonna write that <laughs> down. We should definitely watch Rubber. And I don't think it's on there anymore. 
Well, we need to find it. We need to find it. Yeah, because I, I think I went to go look for it. See if it was still on there uh, a while back, and it just wasn't on there. Yeah. Yeah. Rubber, a serial killer tire. I remember the intro to that movie is like, I don't remember what was set up, but this guy like pulls up in this old car, and yeah. he like pivots and like intentionally hits every obstacle on the way up. <laughs> yeah. And then, he, and then somebody got out of the trunk and talked to you about the movie you were about to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So so good. So you can you can find some really interesting movies like that on Netflix. But like when it comes to like, you know, like you know, some of like the good quality movies or mm-hmm. just sometimes they, they're they're a little lackluster right now. It's harder to come by. But um, there is a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, there is a ton if of stuff. If you can't find something to watch on Netflix, then you're just not pleasable. Cuz there's something there. Well, they even got the uh they even got the um, what's it called? The don't know what to watch button. Yes, where it they just, just randomly just play something. something. I think is what it says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's an yeah. Inter- that's an interesting feature. Yeah, and my the other thing is if you love um, stand up comedy, they're kind of the destination for comedians. I know I'm personally just a huge stand up fan and can't get enough of it. And so if I'm lacking in any other like genre of uh, watching something on the screen, it's because I watched too much stand-up comedy. That's just yeah. Um, but they and they have great original series. They make their own movies now. I mean, they they just got good stuff overall. What's real interesting on a on a like a technical standpoint for Netflix, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like this for any other streaming services such as Hulu, HBO Max, etc. But how they can have such a large movie uh, collection and have it, you know, available to anyone across the country in a matter of seconds is they go to, um, when you have, you know, the internet service providers, they have central hubs in different parts of the country, different uh, regions. And they'll go to those region that, regions and they'll ins- they have uh, boxes installed that are hooked up to uh, there's ser- basically servers hooked up to uh, hard disks and stuff like that that have all the movies, a lot of the movies that they have already, you know, available on it. So instead of everyone trying to pull, um, say that you know everyone say is trying to watch, you know, Manifest is hot right now, uh, the show Manifest on Netflix. You know, instead of everyone, you know, who's trying to watch Manifest is pulling from one server out in California, it will just pull it from the server that's closest to you, so it cuts down on, mm-hmm. um, it cuts down on the, the, the demand, the latency, um, it provides higher, you know, quicker loading times, stuff like that. It's kind of a cool technical standpoint. I think Nef- I think Netflix is the only, only streaming service that does that. I could be wrong, but I'd have to look more into it, but I know that they do that for a fact. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's all I have to say on Netflix. Let's uh, move on to number two, which is Amazon. Uh, do you have Amazon? I don't have Amazon. My dad has Amazon, but okay. I haven't really looked into it that much, so I don't really have too much of an opinion on it. I know they got... They always seem to have... That one TV show or one movie that you're looking for that you can't find on any streaming platform. So you like yes. Google, you know, where can I watch? You know, where those? can I watch this movie? And it's always Amazon Prime. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. damn. 
Well, uh, my wife pays for Prime because uh, she likes to <coughs> likes to order shit all the time. Um, not all the time. I mean, she's not like anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, we are one of those people that do subscribe to the the streaming add-on, or, or that we use the streaming add-on, as the article was talking about. Um, it's got some good, decent stuff on there. They they make original content, so that's a cool thing they do. And if you are a fan of stand-up like myself, um, there's a lot of old stand-up on there that you can find. Um, there's like some Sinbad specials on there. Uh, not like old, old Sinbad's, but like, or granted, I don't know all of Sinbad's work, but I know he had kind of that comeback, um, I want to say like, I don't know how long ago at this point. I think I was in like middle school and I saw his like, come. I think it was called Where You Been? Um, I remember seeing that, thinking it was real funny. Um, but anyway, I saw like two or three Sinbad things on there. And um, Jim Gaffigan actually, his newest three specials, he uh, went straight to Amazon with them. Um, I don't want to just sit here and drone on about it stand up but uh they do have good original shows um marvelous mrs Maisel is one i've watched which ironically is about stand-up comedy like in the 50s but <laughs> or 60s maybe anyway and there's a couple shows that we have like on the queue um for, uh, i think it's called like the boys and wayne that i've heard good things about just never watched it yet um but yeah, we'll move on since uh, I'm the only one with Amazon here and you're just sitting there looking at me like, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, number three, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, again, you don't have this one, but you had it for a time, yes? Yes, yes. Uh, we had it for a little bit and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought, and it, granted, we got a, about the time it first came out. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, you know, there's going to be a lot of, like, the classic, like, Disney Channel shows on there I used to watch when I was a kid. You know, like, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on there, at least at that time. Right. And I was kind of disappointed, and it was a lot of, you know, you know, Marvel movies. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a big, like, I like, like, I watch superhero movies, but it's not, like, my immediate go-to. Yeah. Um, so, I... It kind of it was kind of like a letdown for me. It just it didn't seem like there's that many options to watch. And granted, this is you know my opinion from back when it first came out. I just have not ever resubscribed to it because yeah. um, I have plenty of other streaming services I'm subscribed to. It's funny. It kind of sounds like you're like overcompensating. You're like I have plenty of streaming service that I'm subscribed to. <laughs> I have valid opinions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. There is a Jimmy Gaffigan joke where he says like he's talking about like there are all the shows to watch. And he says, you know, he says, I think he uses True Blood as the example, right? He said, I feel like you're talking to a loan shark sometimes when you're telling, when people ask you if you've watched something, like, have you watched True Blood yet? Like, uh, I'm a little behind. (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know what's cool about that special is Luke and I were actually at the recording of that special, uh, Cinco, because he filmed it here in Columbus. So, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus, I will say... Uh, knowing you, I don't think you're a big Star Wars guy. Not a big Marvel guy. No. no. Uh, More Marvel than Star Wars. something but... I don't know about you, not a big National Geographic guy. Or Pixar. Mm. Or... History Channel. Okay, so kind of National Geographic. But I think that's not your app. No. You know? No. Um, 
I I do enjoy the uh, Marvel stuff quite a bit. We're loving the um, original series that have come out. Loki is a good show. Um, usually I'm out on shit that has um, time travel in it. I'm just like, all right, this is... Cause, I mean, I don't know. Back to the Future is fine, you know? And, like, but Loki, that's what that whole show is about is time travel. And it's just, like, I don't know. Like, Terminator was cool when I was a kid. You know, because you didn't really think about it. But now all I think about is the fact that, like... Anyway, spending too much time on that. Um, <laughs> basically, those shows are really good. Uh, now they're starting to get the 20th Century Fox movies on there. Um, so that's that's a lot of movies. And there's 32 years of The Simpsons on there now. So they got the whole Simpsons catalog. So, Which The Simpsons, that's, I mean... Simpsons is a good show. Simpsons is classic. It's a classic. I mean, it's an old. It's it's a long running show. Right. And no, I haven't seen all the Simpsons. There's 32 years of it. Relax. Um. But uh, oh, and the other thing is, I and I love Star Wars. Um, Mandalorian's a great show. I know people that aren't Star Wars fans that have watched the Mandalorian that think it's a really good show. Um. Not only that. I feel like if you're a parent, it's probably a must-have. Just with all the Pixar stuff. There's even the old Disney movies. Um, and with the Marvel stuff, there's like the old Marvel cartoons. Which is really cool. Like Saturday morning, like Spider-Man from when you were a kid, which mm-hmm. is fun. And like the old, like the old, old fucking Spider-Man stuff and that kind of, and Iron Man. So, th- that's pretty cool to me. Um, so Disney Plus, oh, I wanted to have a criteria thing, now that we're, you know, 17, 18 minutes into this, um, I wanted to say, let's say you pay your internet bill, and you got 20 bucks left, you know, what's your go-to streaming service, we could rank it like that, but now we're a little late, I suppose, but, uh, no, maybe, so, paid your internet bill, and you got $20 left to your name. Right. Well, like a a month to a lot to this purpose. What streaming service do I go with? Like so far, like as far as like, okay, so like I feel like Netflix is just easy to be like, okay, yes. Like I'll take that. Got my internet and you get an antenna. You know, because like antenna will give you some sports stuff. Honestly, like if I think down to it, the streaming service that I use the most is Hulu, so I'd probably have to go with Hulu. I use Hulu more than any other streaming service. Interesting. But, excuse me, um, they are kind of in the way that, like, if you wanted TV and couldn't get it, they have, like, the next day episode mm-hmm. stuff from, yep. like, different networks. Now, that might have got taken away from NBC with Peacock. I don't know. No, it's, it's still on there because... Uh... Like, the new episodes of Law & Order still gets uploaded on there. And okay. then, like, the new one, uh, Criminal Intent, the new Law & Order, that still gets uploaded every every okay. week after a new episode. So I know that was the case with, like, ABC and all that. Because uh, that's actually why I got into Antenna. was because they didn't have ABC as a live channel. Hulu Live didn't uh, when I still had that. And uh, so I got the indoor Antenna just so I could get ABC so I could watch, like, the Saturday night, like, premier college football game. And then, like, a month later, there it was on Hulu, and I was like, oh. But 
Well, Didn't matter because an indoor antenna. I mean, it's yeah. We watch. But, yeah, you got an indoor antenna, and you live anywhere in a you know a, a big city, a big market. You got have you know twenty twenty five channels to choose from. Right. Even smaller markets, you still got fifteen to twenty. I mean, it's granted probably ninety percent of the stuff you never watch, and then you know there's always them five channels of you know uh, of uh, QVC. Right. One QVC two QVC three. I'm like, how many shopping channels do we need? Right. And who is paying for all this? Because somebody's buying it. Somebody's buying still it. On. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoy. Yeah. I mean, the antenna is cool. Honorable mention. An indoor antenna. Um. All right. So number four, HBO Max. I think you have access to HBO Max. I have your... HBO Max. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, um, tell me about HBO Max then. HBO Max. I like HBO Max. Okay. You know, I have it. It comes free with my cell phone plan. Okay. Now, even if it didn't come free after now using it, I would probably subscribe to it and pay monthly for it. Yeah. Um, it's good in the aspect if you have a lot of original HBO movies on there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like the original HBO documentaries, uh, HBO exclusive movies you have on there and you have access to and then they also you know they're coming out with you know they're one of the streaming services to have the you know st- you know straight to streaming service movies um there's some you know there's a good you know good some good series of that have been hbo max exclusive series that have came out in the past year um an honorable mention would be the the uh, series chernobyl about the nuclear power plant in uh russia and the soviet union um, that f- I believe it was a four or five part series, real good. Hmm. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Um, then again, I'm also a uh, Cold War junkie. Me I think, too. I do like love, like the Cold yeah. War era is so like World War Two and then the Cold War era. Especially the Cold War era; those two are my favorite time periods in recent history to watch stuff on, learn stuff from. Especially, you know, cause how close we were to a nuclear war with during yeah. the Cold War. My two favorite video games, Call of Duty World at War and Call of Duty Cold War. <laughs> I mean, not favorite, but favorite Call of Duty games, anyhow. You got Black Ops, too. Yes. Black, Black Ops, Ops yeah. Black Ops also. But uh, they also have, like, real good documentaries. There's the uh, the documentary of Tiger Woods, which is a really in-depth detail of Tiger Woods' life and how he got to where he got to in 2009 and his comeback up from there to win the Masters. Um, obviously that documentary falls short of his most recent car crash right. he had, you know, to, was at the beginning of this year. That's why you wait till people die to make documentaries, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, not till the, I mean, like, you, you can still, like, honor them while they're alive, but, like, wait till they're done, man. Like, like, he's still playing golf, like, he was, I mean, I don't, you know, that, I'll give him all the credit in the world if he makes it back after what happened. But, like, let him be, like, retired. Before you make a fucking documentary about him, you know? Especially one that airs out all of his dirty laundry. Right. Like it, it aired out a good bit of his dirty laundry. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> Tiger, really? <laughs> like, man, you look so innocent. Right. And he wasn't. Yeah. But I'll let y'all figure that out for yourself when you watch it. Um, they have the just... That's what makes H, or yeah, HBO Max so good is you have the HBO original shows on it to watch and then you have you know stuff that's added on there as well um 
you know, just as, just streaming stuff. Um, you know, you have sh- you know some shows that you can't find on any other streaming platforms, like the Wayne's Brothers, shows like that. The you know, you don't. It's harder to find on streaming platforms. Hmm. Uh, you got the Warner Brothers, uh, all the Warner Brothers movies on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just the about the only thing I know, and I know a lot of people got HBO Max, like especially because like Friends, like. A lot of people also got it because they were getting bundled together with, you know, phone plans. Because, you know, HBO put that huge emphasis on getting their streaming platform out there and getting people subscribed to it and then, you know, you know, making deals with phone companies. Hey, you you know, you sign up for a new cell phone, you know, you get HBO, uh, HBO Maxi for a year free on us. And then, you know, like, they like it, they'll just get, they'll just subscribe to it for the fourteen ninety nine a month or right. however much it is at this current time and day age when you're listening to this. Right. HBO Max is twenty seven ninety nine in twenty forty three. <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? Um, all right, cool. So HBO Max, okay. Uh, ranking uh, over Netflix on if you only had twenty bucks left. I would say for me, I would say over Netflix. Okay, and then you got like that, or I guess fourteen ninety nine. So it's like don't have enough money to do Hulu. So you're pretty much saying. Like, if I could only do one, you'd do HBO Max out of the eight? I'd do Hulu. Hulu? Yeah. And that leaves you room to do Netflix as well if you do Hulu. If you do the cheap... The cheap... Cheap on both. Standard definition. I mean, the Hulu one, I can deal with the ads. Yeah, that's what I do, yeah. Um, But I like good picture quality, so I don't know if I can do the cheap... Cheap Netflix... But then oh, again, see, I didn't I'm, know there was a different. I, I've been paying whatever it is, eight ninety nine forever. Yeah, so. there's. I guess the uh, the cheap Netflix. It only broadcasts in I think standard definition. It doesn't do like full HD or. I could be wrong again. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I feel like I, I think it only you know broadcasts in regular definition. Interesting. Well, speaking of Hulu, uh, number five, Hulu. Um. Hulu. You want to kick it off? Hulu has... As I like to call, hipster Netflix. Hulu has a great selection of TV shows. Yeah. Great selection of TV shows. Has all sorts of TV shows of what you can imagine to watch. From anywhere from, um, you know, you have Family Guy, American Dad. You've got King of the Hill, Bob's Burgers. um, You've got law and order all the way up to current episodes that are coming out you know within a week delay uh that goes for both svu and criminal and or uh organized crime is what the what the new one is um you also got the whole series of seinfeld on there classic tv i heard that got taken off is that taken or when's the last time you uh seinfeld yeah because i was talking to somebody to a friend of mine that said uh they wanted to get on there and watch Seinfeld with their spouse and they they said that it was no longer on there I which is not a problem for me because I own the entire I, series not to brag but I don't know I'm I guess I'm gonna have to log on and check out I'll just pause for a second so apparently Seinfeld is only available if you have Hulu's live uh, ver- the Hulu live version of Hulu. So that's something they must have changed in the past month because I was just watching Seinfeld last month. Uh-huh. Yeah, I heard Hulu. that from that friend two weeks ago. So, yeah. Huh. Ain't that about a bitch? Yeah. Hulu, you might have just lost your spot now. Oh, shit. 
HBO Max all the way for Dakota. Listen, I think Seinfeld is a great show. Yeah. And it's a show about nothing, which is what a lot of this podcast is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> We're like the Seinfeld of podcasts. <coughs> Jeez, except, that, that's except, a pretty high bar. <laughs> except maybe not as creative. Maybe not as good. <laughs> or funny. Or any of the above. We need a laugh track. We need a laugh track. So we wait. Get a laugh track. So wait. Who would you be and who would I be? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm fatter than you, so I guess I'm George. <laughs> so I guess that makes you Jerry. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I, enjoy, uh, I enjoy Hulu quite a bit. I love that show that's right there. Dave. Dave, yes. Dave's a fantastic show. Of course, that's FX, so you don't need Hulu for that. You can just do, you know, cable. Um. I mean, a lot of this stuff you can just do cable. Right. We're talking about streaming. But who so wants cable? Uh, anyway. I save so much money when I cut cable. I feel like it, but I also feel like if I sat down and did the math, that It'd be about I'd be like right around the same. Well, But I do feel like you have more to watch when you do all the different streaming platforms as opposed to just having cable. So I sat down and did the math. So back when I was still living in Texas, um, I had internet and i had the i always get the fastest internet plan i can get just because it works better with gaming and stuff like that um and i had cable and i had the the plus channel so i had the standard cable channels and i had like the like an additional like 30 channels no premium movie channels or anything um and by the time i ended up canceling it i was paying almost 200 dollars a month for cable and internet because it was bundled together so it was through the same company hmm. so when I canceled cable my monthly internet bill was only like $97 a month so like I know for a fact I'm not spending $100 on streaming services right so I already know I'm saving money and on top of that I was still paying for a lot of those streaming services such as Netflix and Hulu um, HBO Max was rather new at the time so I was still I mean I'm obviously I don't pay for that other than pay my phone bill right paramount plus wasn't out and we had already test tried the disney plus so i mean we we're still playing for netflix and hulu so hmm. yeah i mean i'm i'm still better off i mean i even i like i even priced out like cable out here before and then yeah i'm still just better off I do miss the aspect of sometimes just being able to turn on the TV and just having it on. Just channel flip. Yeah, channel flip and find something, find something random. Of course, you can kind of do with that with antenna, but it's not the variety or the yeah. quality. And so, I do miss that. Like, just being able to just turn on the TV, pick something, and then just let it go. Yeah. Kind of like the same idea of, you know, I like, you know, in the car, I like to listen to my own music or like Pandora or whatever, but sometimes I just want to turn on a station to just let it play the music for somebody me. else choose yeah. yeah it makes it simpler sometimes sometimes you're like you're not focused on what the music is but you just need background noise yeah alright I think we got a pretty good review for Hulu uh other than you just you just docked a point for uh the, the for Seinfeld, the Seinfeld thing. yeah now I gotta go out and find the rest of my collection as well bastards I'll be keeping an eye on my Seinfeld collection <laughs> see if anything goes missing uh, all right, number six, Peacock, or as Dakota calls it, the cock, the cock, the cock, the colorful cock. 
And that's why we wrote explicit on this podcast. All right. Uh, I personally don't know. We're just talking about the cock. What is the problem? Nothing wrong with it. Of course, of course. Um, I don't know anything about Peacock, really, other than uh, I've heard they have, like, some old, old old-ass NBC stuff like Johnny Carson on there. But you said you only have the free tier. So you're in the asterisk yes. uh, column of the uh, Peacock. I have the free tier. And, you know, I haven't really used it that much, honestly. I mean, there's some stuff on there that I've watched. Um, and we get it with ads. Um, and I've noticed now, like, on some of the stuff I've watched, like, if you watch, like, three episodes in a row, like that fourth episode, you know, whoever the sponsor is, you know, like, say, State Farm, be like, this episode will be brought to you commercial-free, courtesy of State Farm, and you have a commercial-free episode, hmm. which is kind of nice. Um, Rewarding you for just sitting on your ass yeah. for longer. Um, <laughs> so, that's kind of a nice little thing. Um, there is there is a lot of content on there, but a lot of it has the feather. And when it has the feather in the corner, that means it's all, that in order to watch it, you have to be a part of the, of the paid service the pay to watch service so there's a lot of shows on there a lot of there's a lot of shows from showtime on there um there's a lot of you know popular nbc shows that are on there that are on that pay to watch service so like you have like shows like the office and last i checked the office you could watch the first season on the free service but then the rest of it you had to be paying the uh premium the premium yeah um, and like I said, you guys like some premium shows like off of Showtime, uh, a notable mention would be like the show like Ray Donovan. Um, then you have, you have some, uh, they have a, they have a section for like live TV, but it's like, like s- streaming live TV. So it's like, you know how you have like, uh, like the CBS sports headquarters yeah. that like, it's not an actual channel, but it's like. It's a streaming channel where yeah. they make it look like it's a real channel, but it's not. Yeah. Like that. Interesting. And kind of, kind of like, kind of like what uh, you know, what Pluto does. Right. Similar, very similar to what Pluto does. Yeah. Pluto TV, honorable mention in all this. Um, you can find some uh, on-demand stuff on there. Or even um, just some stuff that's just playing on some of the regular channels. I. There's been plenty of times we flipped on just Pluto TV and found oh they're. Watch and watch like a marathon of Deal or No Deal, Case Twenty Five, Case Twenty Five. I'm telling you, a million dollars in there, and then it ended up being like Case Twenty Four, and I'm like, fuck. Well, almost. <laughs> uh, now yeah, you got a penny. They got Nickelodeon and Espanol on there, and my wife was sleeping one morning, and I just I left that on before I left the house. She thought it was funny, which I never asked her if she uh, and what her reaction was because I was gone all day, but. I'd like, I should have, maybe I should have asked her before I came on here. Next podcast, I'll have the update of what she thought. She's like, I thought you were stupid. Okay, yeah. Did I wake up in Mexico? Yeah. That was just, I thought it'd be funny, just like, she's sleeping, and then all of a sudden she wakes up, and it was like, fairly odd parents in Spanish. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. um, Yeah, I gotta say, the the Peacock doesn't, um, like, entice me. Like, HBO Max is one that I'm, like, enticed to, uh, to do, uh, to subscribe to, but, like, I don't know, like, the Peacock doesn't really do it, because, like, the only thing I'd be really doing on there is The Office, and I have that box set, not to brag, but, uh, 
so like I'm good, you know, as far as that one goes. So Peacock's definitely not in my like last twenty bucks per month subscribing deal. You, you want to spend your last twenty dollars on some cock? Not spending my last twenty dollars on the cock. Even though part of the cock is free. So like the tip's free. The tip's free. The tip is free, but the shaft you got to pay for. I'm not paying for the shaft, man. You're only gonna take the tip. Just the tip. That's, that's that is a perfect analogy for peacock. The tip is free, but the, you got to pay for the shaft. Ironic that that is the perfect analogy. <laughs> All right, number seven, Paramount Plus. Now you have Paramount Plus. Again, I haven't had anything since Hulu. So tell me a little bit about Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus has um, there's a lot of shows from you know the major viacom networks such as mtv vh1 bt cbs um that have shows on paramount plus nickelodeon as well right um so unfortunately the downside with with paramount plus though is there's some of the shows you'd expect to be on there that are classics are not on there. Mm. So, like, if you go on, like, the MTV channel, shows like Pimp My Ride, not oh. on there. Hmm. Robin Big, not on there. Of course, Fantasy Factory and, you know, Ridiculousness, ridiculousness they're on there. But Can we just talk about Ridiculousness as, like, oh not God. a good show? <coughs> in my opinion, in my humble opinion... Tosh.0 is the better version of that show, to be honest with you. MTV has ran that show into the ground. Instead of, like, instead of doing, like, you know, replaying, like, other old shows, such as, you know, even just, like, I, I was a fan of Robin Big, you know, or, you know, Pimp My Ride or MTV Cribs. MTV would rather play Ridiculousness for a 12-hour marathon then play Baby Boy, then play Ridiculousness again. Hmm. Yeah. Baby Boy. Interesting. This is a good movie. Huh. Okay. I've never watched it. Tyrese is in it. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. Um. But, so, yeah, so there's a lot of shows on there that you would think would be on there that aren't on there, which is kind of disappointing. Um, you know, because, like, when I found out, you know, they were doing, like, BET and, uh, MTV, you know, they're doing all the major Viacom channels and they're uploading them. I'm thinking, oh, man, I'd love to watch me like a marathon of Pimp My Ride or something like that. Not on there. Hmm. I'm like, okay. Um, Imagine they have all the Paramount movies, right? They do have a, they do have a, a good selection of Paramount movies. They are also on the trend of the um, straight-to-streaming movies mm, yeah. so like the movie like a quiet place part two mm. as soon as it got released into theaters it was on streaming so instead of you know us going out to um go to the movies to see it because we took his oh me, did you watch it me yeah me and me and uh tasha went to see part one yeah back in the movie theater and then we we're like okay well let's watch you know we don't have to go out to the movie theater we just watch part two in our living room yeah it was all right part two was all right yeah some characters pissed me off and that's um, but mainly what that gets used for is is she loves SpongeBob. And SpongeBob is on there. So 
Another great kid app if you, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got kids. So it, Bold of us to say, not being parents, but. I have a dog. Me too. Close I got two. <laughs> Pull out game week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I, me. Because dogs That's are how you get dogs. <laughs> Fucking people. Uh, um, but yes, so it mainly gets used for SpongeBob. Um, I occasionally browse on to try and find something new to watch. Um, but I know their big thing is like they got live soccer, as far as like the sports you offer. Which hey, if you're you know, if you're a soccer fan and don't like any other sports, then maybe that's the app for you. If you like soccer and SpongeBob, but I would love to see them to put Pimp My Ride, Robin Big, shows like that, classic MTV shows. Um, even I'm, I'm not sure if uh, I have to double check. But I'm not sure if like shows like Nitro Circus is on there. You ever watch Nitro Circus? No. That was an interesting one. Yeah. That was interesting. It was like a little. It was kind of like uh. You know, like kind of like Jackass, but not as Jackassy, but more of just kind of doing like stunts on like bikes and ATVs and stuff like that. Um. Jackass would be another honorable mention to put on there. Jackass movies. That's on. That's on there. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I haven't checked for that recently, so gotcha. it could be on there. But last when I checked, it was not on there. Gotcha. So it's kind of like they put all the sh- all the mid tier shows and low tier shows on there, but then like their high tier ones, they just didn't put on there. I don't know if they're if they're holding it out or what. Another tier of payment for Paramount no. Plus. No. There's well, there's two. There's ads and not ads. I got not ads. That's I spent the extra three dollars a month and got not ads for that one. That's. How much, if we're talking about our $20 category? Uh, I want to say it was, when I signed up, I believe with ads was five ninety nine a month, and uh, without ads was nine ninety nine. So it's, oh. it was relatively so you could, affordable. You could get that and, uh, and, Hulu. and Hulu or Netflix if you got the low version. Uh, yeah. That's good. So, what is it worth it on the last twenty dollars? If you uh, weighed in on that, no, no, Not no, worth I wouldn't it. do it for the last twenty dollars. I'd do it if I had extra twenty dollars to spend. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is pretty much you know, which is why you have yeah, it. yeah. which is why I have <laughs> it now. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right, and number eight. Apple TV. I've never had Apple TV. I'm really slacking on the back end of this list. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Spend your whole, you know, part of your paycheck on just streaming services? I mean, come on. My opinion dates to middle of 2020. Okay. Apple TV is awful. Okay. So, I had gotten a three-month trial from Apple to Apple TV. Yeah. They did not have a single thing worth watching on that. I would constantly just browse, and there's just nothing appealing, half stuff you haven't even heard of, just nothing worth watching. Yeah. I maybe, out of that three-month trial, I logged on maybe four times just to see, you know, maybe they put something new on this week, or maybe they put something new on, you know, it's been a couple weeks, weeks since I've checked. Yeah. No, just... As of when I had it in the middle of 2020, it was it was awful. I did not like it. So did they have? Um, I think the one of the big popular shows they have on there 
is um, Ted Lasso, which looks like a funny show. Was that on there at that point or no? I can't remember. And if it was, it didn't make as much of a like a like an appearance to make me want to watch it. I go well, off. If of, it, yeah, I imagine if it was on there, they're probably going to heavily advertise it, so it probably wasn't on there. Yeah, it, I, like in order for me to watch a show, it has to has to like catch my eye when I'm scrolling past, or I stop to like read like the summary on there or something like that. If it looks like it's going to be stupid or dumb, I'm just going to go right past. I'm not going to waste my time. Right. So. Yeah, that and the the morning show looks like a decent show. Was that on there? No, I don't think so. Or if not, it wasn't heavily advertised enough, right? So, right. Yeah. Did you watch that Greyhound movie with Tom Hanks? I think that came out like around the time the pandemic happened. I know that was like an Apple TV. No, I didn't. Movie. I didn't even watch that one. Okay. All right. So uh, I don't know anything about it, so I really don't have anything to say about it other than uh, Ted Lasso Morning Show looked good, but not good enough for me to, uh, you know, pay for a subscription. So. Uh, that's kind of that. That's the eight platforms. Uh, as we said, some honorable mentions, right? There was, uh, you know, like Pluto TV, Pluto TV, sorry. Um, and then there's Voodoo TV, which is a lot of movies you can get on there, but with ads. That's where I found Death Proof, the Tarantino movie. Um, because that is one of the only ones I don't own of those. Another honorable mention would be, uh, if you have Roku, it's a Roku channel. Yeah. The Roku channel. You know, channel. my wife's description of that was, um, if you didn't know what TV was, like, you could fool someone with it. Like, if someone didn't know what TV was, you could fool them with that. Like, this is TV. <laughs> that was her description, which I thought was pretty accurate and funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any others off the top of your head? Uh, Pluto... Oh, I guess you got the live stuff, right? Like, you got Sling, um, which is kind of like the live TV ones. There's the Hulu Live tier, which I switched from Hulu Live to YouTube TV. They just had more to offer as far as, like, sports options because that's, I mean, that's what I'm into. They had NBA TV and NFL Network and, like, AMC um, for the same price as Hulu Live is what YouTube TV was, just a lot more options. So, um, YouTube TV is on there. Uh, like I said, Sling. Oh, is there any other? I mean, I'm sure there's other live TV things that I'm just not thinking of. But uh, you know, if they're not coming off the top of our heads, they're probably not honorable enough to mention. So they live didn't make... live TVs. You have uh, AT and T TV, which is going to be which is, will begin rebranded into I think it's Direct TV now or something like that. Anyways. It's interesting with that because I look because I looked into that as a as a cable alternative at one point when it first when AT and T TV first came out, and it literally defeats the purpose of getting rid of cable because it costs as much per month as a Direct TV subscription. So, for the the choice package, which is just a low tier package, it was like sixty four ninety nine a month with a two year contract. Wow. And then on the second, on the second, and a contract. The whole purpose of streaming is no contracts and shit. Yeah. So sixty four ninety nine a month, two year contract. After that first year, the price goes up to seventy four ninety nine. Jesus Christ. So man. then, every other tier above that's about ten or fifteen dollars more than the previous tier. And then you know the next year it yeah, goes yeah. up by the ten dollars. So I'm like, 
why would I get a streaming service that I have to sign a two-year contract for? Right. So I think they got smart on that because in this past year, they have removed that two-year contract thing. The prices are still kind of hefty, mm-hmm. but they removed the two-year contract. Um, Better be a hell of a selection on there for that they, much a month. They pretty much have the same exact, like their choice packages and stuff like that is pretty much the same exact package you get if you subscribe, if you got, you know, direct TV service. So hmm. it's a decent selection, but um, I said they're going to be, because AT&T just sold direct TV. So they're spinning that off into its own company. And AT&T TV is going with it and being rebranded Direct TV something, Direct TV streaming or something like that. Uh, but it's still gonna be all. It's still gonna be priced that same. The, I, the cool, th- I guess, the one benefit with AT&T TV was you did get a streaming box. So you get a. It was an AT&T branded uh, Android streaming box. So I mean, you could access that. And you could have you know Hulu, HBO, Mag. You have all these streaming services right there, all access from one device and um, but you then have to pay for all of them yes right? yeah you, so. de- well, you have to pay so the first one they were doing a promotion there for a while where the first one came with your bundle you got the first one as as, as complimentary i think they sent so basically they're just selling you an off-brand roku with their streaming service yeah. <laughs> so they uh but i think that promotion ended a while ago and now what you pay, like, you can either buy the box outright for uh, $112 or you can, you know, do $10 a month or something like that. Um, and then, but the thing is, you have on both Xbox and PlayStation and Roku, Amazon Fire, the AT&T TV app that you can use in place of that. So you don't necessarily even need the box. Right. And I guess the box would be more for if you had, you know, if you didn't have a smart tv and you needed something or you didn't feel like constantly using your xbox to stream i felt that way one which is why i got a roku for the living room uh, a while back because i got tired of constantly using the xbox to yeah. stream everything and i'm like the xbox gets so hot the room gets hot <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i use in here if i want to watch something in, in my office here this is all the uh, all i got is that the dumb tv but, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's the streaming stuff. The, the platform episode, it's about the extent of it. Um, you know, what we're kind of going to do, um, if you're in grants, um, watching Tarantino stuff and then, you know, kind of talk about them. I mean, you can watch probably like, you can watch, we, we'll probably do in like sections of like three or four. You know, because 10 movies is a lot for you to just be like, all right, watch all these, take notes, be knowledgeable, let's talk about it. You know, so, yeah, maybe uh, just watch, like, Pulp Fiction, uh, or Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, and, you know, we can talk about those. I have some notes, um, but I'll, I'll make them more organized than not. So, chicken scratch, so you can kind of, you know, also see what, you know, we can compare notes and uh, get on the mic, talk about it. Uh, you know, if you're feeling down for it, it'll be that could be a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A structure we could do for we could watch a couple movies or you know, every week or every you know, a couple weeks, watch you know, 
we each watch, you know, a movie or two, and then, you know, we talk about it. Yeah. Pick different movies, different times, and... Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we can get criteria for that, you know? Would you suggest it to a friend? Would you suggest it to your mom? You know, if it was one that's like, you know, a lot of dicks in it, you know? You're like, no, I would not suggest this to my parents. Mom, you're going to love this one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I went straight to dicks there. Um, But, uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, If you... Oh, I also set up an email for us. So, if people want to write in and say, hey, you guys suck, you know, they can do that. Or if they want to write in... Because the worst thing you can do on the internet is is express your opinion. Because you will always be wrong. Sure, that. Um... So, you can email us at contentcrisishotline at yahoo mail or at yahoo.com or contentcrisishotline at gmail.com. Uh, there was a whole complicated situation where I typed in the wrong email on a feed and then then it thought I had that, so then I had to get the other. It's a whole thing. So we got them both locked down. So email contentcrisis at gmail.com. Content crisis or shit. Sorry, contentcrisishotline at gmail.com hotline at yahoo.com uh you know we'll check both of them maybe maybe i'll give you the uh, you the yahoo and me the gmail and like we'll just you know i'll patrol that one you patrol the other one and you know just write us suggestions you know if you're like hey you know you were fucking wrong about that or hey you should watch this movie or hey what about this game or you know and maybe we'll read it and say fuck that or maybe we'll read it and be like huh very interesting and, uh, you know, if you're funny, maybe we'll read it on here. Uh, not that you care, because we're not famous or anything, so. And you can get your letter read, and you can be famous, and you can run home and tell Mom that you were on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mom would be like, what's a podcast? It's a podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for listening, because this was 55 minutes, almost. Should we just stand here for one more you know 50 seconds to make it uh no let's not all right thanks a lot for listening guys content crisis hotline at yahoo or content crisis hotline at gmail thank you very much goodbye